Off the Ball Daily. A home for your favourite podcasts from Off the Ball. And I go, and Jimmy, John Tracy has gone by Carlos Lopez. And Jimmy McGee turned around and he whacked me in the chest. <laughs> oh! Subscribe to the Off the Ball Daily podcast feed right now. Eddie Hearn, you're back in Dublin. Are you happy to be back? So happy. I mean, last time was unbelievable. Best atmosphere I've experienced at a fight night. Um, and both of your fighters lost, Katie Taylor and Gary Cully. Um, this time around, obviously, the fans want it to be different, but the whole world will be watching. I mean, you know, some might say Katie Taylor's career on the line. She's very confident. She feels like she underperformed last time, but Chantel Cameron was amazing last time, and she thinks she's got levels to go beyond. So I think there's a little feeling from Chantel that they can stop Katie Taylor in this fight and, and end her career. And for you guys and the Irish fans, you'll be cheering on to hope that's not the case. So a fascinating fight. Last time was a great fight. I think this time will be even better. I think it'll be a war on November 25th. Yeah, the best uh, occasion, the best atmosphere that you've ever experienced. That's a big statement. You've been involved in a lot of fights. Probably the other one was Taylor Serrano, in all honesty. So Katie Taylor, you know, but that was a special feeling last time. Last time, I guess, was a, a celebration of Katie coming home. Now it's more like a desperation, you know, because we're back here for another Irish event, which is great for the Irish fighters. But if Katie loses, it's a big blow for Irish boxing. So, you know, you need her to win. And I'm sure the support will be coming in. Yeah, I spoke to you after the last fight and, you know, we were waiting around in the press conference to see if Katie was going to come out. And in the end, look, she was bitterly disappointed. And no one can blame her for that. And, and we didn't get to speak to her. How quickly did you hear from her and hear that I want to have a rematch? Probably like in the lift on the way down to getting out of the, the venue, you know. She's, I knew that's what she would want to do. She wouldn't want to change the terms of that, you know. It would be ultimately at 140. Um, there was the Serrano fight, there was other fights, but she's a competitor. And any fighter that gets beat should want to have a rematch, whether that's foolish, whether that's stubborn, whatever it is. And she was never going to do anything else but rematch Chantel Cameron. Some people think that, I mean, for this first time in her career, she's a big underdog going into this fight. You know, she's never been an underdog before, and, and that'll spur her on as well. But both, both fighters are confident, even Katie with a defeat, but Chantel beaming with confidence ahead of this one. I just spoke to Chantel there and she said that she wanted the fight to be on neutral ground and that he's weren't having any of it, so she just said nothing and put up with it. I mean, you know, unfortunately or fortunately for, for both fighters, they're making a lot of money and we need to go to a venue that's going to generate a lot of money and we know last time was one of the biggest gates in the history of Irish sport. The demand this time, the pre-sale was even bigger than last time. I had a really weak moment where I brought the ticket prices down for this rematch. I'm not, you know, so, yeah, you're welcome. Why did you do that? I don't know, I don't know. I just, I just thought it was expensive last time, and it was, but, yeah. I think a lot of the Irish public are going to say, thanks, Eddie, yeah, well, we'd like that. Buy me a, a pint next time I'm here, but I just wanted to make sure that everybody would be back, and I didn't underestimate the demand because, like I said, we saw the pre-sale yesterday was even faster than the first one, so everybody remembers that night for the atmosphere, and this, this time it'll be even better. And was there any talk of Crow Park? Not really, because I think we've, you know, we needed to make sure we got this locked in and there's still a lot of uncertainties around that event but you know maybe the trilogy or maybe Taylor Serrano in the future but you can't look beyond November 25th and, and for the future of Katie Taylor. And was there any talk of maybe dropping a weight for Katie back to lightweight? I think because she lost at 140 you know and her weight is 135 I think she would have felt like she brought Chantel Cameron down even though Chantel was happy to do it she just said I lost at 140 I, I want all the terms to be the same because I know I can win there. Smart or not, that's what she decided to do. 
Does that say a lot about Katie Taylor, her character, that she could have took an easy fight? She's a pure athlete, a pure sportswoman. She, she lost, she wants revenge. But it's very, very dangerous. And like I said, the first time she goes into the fight as an underdog. Going into this fight, as you said, it's a dangerous way to be a Katie Taylor that's out for revenge. Yeah. I mean, you know how stubborn you are. You know how driven she is. But just because you're driven and stubborn doesn't mean you can beat the opponent in front of you. And like I said, Chantel won well last time. It was close, but it was a unanimous decision. And she's made it clear. She's, she wants to stop her this time around. She's going to try and end her career on November 25th. And Katie's got the bit between her teeth. She looks scary to me. And, um, but a massive fight, you know, everything on the line. Chantel, you're back in Dublin. Are you happy to be back? Not too bad, to be fair. Yeah, obviously I wanted it on neutral ground, but I'm back here now and just got to do the job again. OK, so tell us a little bit about that. You would have rather it was maybe in the UK? No, not even the UK, just more neutral ground. Like, could have gone anywhere, really. Then day, Kay's got such a big fan base. I think she sells out anywhere. And then the day, Kay is the selling point of this fight. Like, I've got so much respect for her in that sense. But to have to come back to Dublin when I've just defended my belts on the homecoming, to have to come back the second time to do it, I just think, just a little bit frustrating. And when you asked for that, were you given an answer as to why? Can't kind of just, like, shut up and get on with it. <laughs> Tell us about the, the last fight. Obviously, it must have been such a highlight in your career. Definitely, it was uh, one of the best nights of my life. And even though the fans were against me and stuff, it was um, the best best event I've been at. I can remember when I walked out and I was looking around, I just thought, wow, like this is incredible. Obviously, I've never boxed on that kind of magnitude before. And it was Katie's homecoming. It was the, it was the Katie show. And kind of I was there to be part of it. But like I was actually quite grateful that I was part of it because I'll always remember that night regardless. Yeah, it was a really special occasion, the atmosphere, everything added to it. Did you feel pressure at all by any of that? I felt zero pressure and uh, I think that's because I was just cool, calm and collected and everything was against me. No one really thought I was going to win except from people around me like my team, my friends, my family. So for me, I was just living the dream. So going in then with no pressure, but this time around it's a little bit different. The rematch, you know, all eyes are on you. You're defending the belt. So how does it feel going in as maybe the favourite now? No, so I don't even look at it like that. I think if I started looking like that, it's putting pressure on myself and I start getting a bit like above my station. So for me, absolutely not. I'm still the underdog. I'm still I'm still fighting the pound for pound best female fighter there is. And even though it's my belts on the line, it means nothing. At the end of the day, I've got to have that underdog mentality and just make sure that I cement this win with beating her the second time. And that way, there's no excuses. Was there any talk about dropping to lightweight? So I said it, me and my team said it, like we could go down to lightweight and obviously that's a challenge for me then as well. I think uh, obviously the first time was Katie's chance to become two-way undisputed and she didn't get the win. I defended my belts and kept my belts, so it was kind of like, well, if I'm going to come back to Dublin, then at least put your belts on at lightweight as well. So it, it kind of like, it's, it's fair in some, some kind of sense, but they was having none of that either, so back here with my belts in Dublin. <laughs> And do you feel that it was maybe a risk for Katie to take a fight against you? I think, yeah, at lightweight. I think if uh, she put the belts on at lightweight, she knows I beat it the first time. I take her belts and where does she go from there? So I can see why they didn't accept that. But it would have just been nice to have some ink on my terms, maybe different venue, not different venue, different location, even three-minute rounds. Like Amanda Serrano is, obviously the WBC won't uh, sanction that, but like something to make it like a bit more exciting as well. And have you changed things up in your training or anything at all to, to bring something different? Because I'm sure Katie knows what you're about. 
yeah, we've made a, there's actually been a few adjustments because when you watch it back, you see uh, there's a lot of sloppiness in there by me as well, like by me, uh, a lot of things that I was doing wrong and stuff and doing working on a few of my shots to make sure that I'm phoning them a little bit more spitefully. Beating Katie Taylor at home, was that the, the biggest moment in your career? It was, but again, that's yesterday's news now, so i kind of got to push that to the back of my head because that's been and done, and if I, if I keep focusing on that and kind of being a bit above my station without thinking, oh, I'll beat Kate in the homecoming, it can kind of mess my mindset up for this, this fight. So in my head now, this fight's the first one again. Just got to be a lot better because uh, I've got to make sure that I'm not complacent, and I definitely won't be. Brilliant, Chantel. Thanks so much for your time.